Good Monday morning to each and everyone. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic day thus far. Today, we'll be talking about the holiday season, home, and personal reflections. I hope you'll tune in and join us for more as we talk about this and what can be used to encourage our spirit. Good morning. It's December 2nd, officially the continuation of holiday season, considering that Thanksgiving was just last week. Christmas shopping has started for some people and continues for others, or not. Their theaters, movies, television shows filled with a wide array of shows that depict and highlight the excitement of the holiday season and the joy of Christmas. There's holiday music from all genres, be it Whitney Houston to Boys to Men, The Temptations, Johnny Mathis, Mahalia Jackson, The Beach Boys, Sinatra, Alvin and the Chipmunks, each with their own different song as the background music in many stores or even while you're on hold for customer service handling business. And if you want more of an experience, the university in which I work provides the option for callers around the world to dial in and you can hear a cappella groups do a wide range of Christmas carols. The theme of all of this is a simple, innocuous, four-letter word, home. I'd even add that you might as well throw in family as well. Why? Because both home and family hold a lifetime of hope, heartache, hurt, healing, dreams, disappointments, and for a lot of people, queer and trans, trauma. I'd even say it's not just queer and trans folk because oftentimes when you talk about holiday and and homes or just home and family and our experiences about these, you also have the people that have experienced loss during this season, that experience blue Christmases or broken relationships or the fact that the holidays just don't seem the same as they used to or they've never been whatever it is that the movies and television or others experience that's not something that we necessarily share in and why is that I think it's because when we look at home we look at family while it's true that many of us may look or the temperament and our voices may even sound like our parents or grandparents we don't move through the world in the same manner in which they do our names our gender our identity our expression the way we present to the world, how we love, the people we consider family, and the reasons we consider them so. Yet the commonality among us is that we are not who our families thought we were for a long time, or in other cases, this is not how life should be. Bear with me. Or maybe it's that we are not who they wanted us to be. Sometimes I think we often go home to families who pervert prefer the versions of ourselves that we presented. I know I've talked in previous podcasts of how in my own life I pretended, I compartmentalized myself, 
And this week I was reading a web article on uh, there is no right or wrong way to approach the holidays on this website that's entitled Auto Straddle. Yet Heather Helgen writes how everyone goes home to ghosts, but we're often in the strange position of spending our time at home with families who prefer our ghosts to the flesh and blood versions of the people we truly are. I'm undecided on whether it's a ghost, but I do agree with her when she says home is complicated for many of us and for varied reasons home the word experiences and memories are not full of nostalgia magic and healthy connections consider as I was trying to highlight earlier that for some this season is a reminder of sadness difficulty because of loss I have five friends that are widows and this is either an extension of another Christmas without their loved one or their very first one without their spouse or there's unmet needs or their broken relationships. Also consider this time, if you're familiar with the uh, resource Black Trans TV or Auto Straddle, they write extensively about how they get an influx of letters, emails where people ask the following, how do I come out? Do I really have to come out like right now? Uh, what if I stay in the closet and how do I handle the necessity of that at this moment in time? How do I take my partner home? Do I take my partner home? Do I take my partner home and uh or shall I say, do I visit my parents and leave my partner behind when they're both my home and they're both my family? Or how do I stand up for my politics? How do I stand up for who I am when I have family members who misgender me, who don't respect uh, my pronouns? Or how come they keep calling my wife my roommate? Uh, what if I just don't go? Or there's uh, the public figure, Megan McKeever, who did a wonderful video uh, this past uh, day before Thanksgiving that encouraged people that if you, you know, feel any kind of way about approaching your family or going to your family, you know, during the holidays and you just don't want to, you don't need a reason, don't go. Yet, whether that's your issue or not, or whether these are your experiences or not. Maybe, you know, we have people this season who are staring down, you know, like I said, another complicated family gathering. You know, we've been baffled by the behavior of key folks in our lives. We're working on managing our own expectations and feeling consumed with anxiety, getting weighed down by a sense of our own December performance in the face of impossible standards. What if we took a moment in space and time to realize the following truths? One, all your feelings are valid. You deserve to be seen, affirmed, and loved for exactly who you are. And you come close to the recording device or go point to yourself in the mirror. You deserve to be seen, affirmed, and loved for exactly who you are. Say it with me. And you are also doing the best you can. Here's another thing to think about. Maybe we can also take our expectations down a bit. Hear me out. What if we don't expect people to act different during this season than they have acted for the past number of years, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25? I mean, I know it's exciting, you know, during the holidays because they have our favorite cakes, our favorite pies, greens, beans, turkey, tomatoes, fried turkey, 
Cajun turkey, baked turkey, roasted turkey, collard greens, ham hocks, potato salad, macaroni and cheese, German chocolate cake, red velvet cake, sweet potato pie, or if you're vegan, all the vegan delights, or there's even recipes that tell you keto Thanksgiving that you have your favorite cauliflower mask, the cheesy kind, you know, but let's be real. Even if our menu and our, our recipes are the best, if you haven't necessarily had the best relationship with uh, Aunt Pam, Cousin Joe, Mom and Dad, even if it's Thanksgiving, even if it's Christmas, even if it's the holiday season, it doesn't necessarily mean that just because you're surrounded by all your favorite things, that that means that relationship is going to be the way that we like it to be. Just saying. You know, maybe we shouldn't expect a difficult relationship to be anything other than it is. How about if we don't force or squeeze or control or overspend or overreact, trying to create some magical, mythical experience that isn't real? I'm not trying to put down anybody's uh, dreams, hopes, or trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just saying I've had the experience of living in life and I have to, you know, be transparent in this moment to tell you that the holidays are not my favorite time. They have never, ever, ever been my favorite time. I'm sorry to say it, but it's true. You know, it's always rough for me uh, right after October uh, ends because I know, or maybe even the beginning of October, I can feel this level of um, despair and darkness that comes uh, because Thanksgiving and Christmas just represent a time where I'm not really the happiest and know nothing is wrong. I'm gainfully employed. Praise the Lord. I do have a wonderful wife who loves me just because she loves me because she loves me. I have family and friends who love me, yet I've never really liked the holiday songs and the holiday movies. I try to watch them, you know, because that's what we do. You know, I cook a really great meal for the Christmas and Thanksgiving season, but it's never really been, you know, a time that I like. Even when I wasn't in a relationship, even as a child, I always struggled with the holidays. And sometimes even in adulthood, I've tried to recreate and make it magical. And even though, you know, we've gotten all the presents, we've had friends over, not had friends over. We've gone to friends' houses, and I enjoy spending time with them. I just have had to own the fact that in some cases, I'm not exactly excited about Christmas. I enjoy the food, I enjoy the fellowship, but I'm just not that excited about it. I can still even remember standing in church. I know this is going to upset some people, but I'm just going to live in my truth. I've been to church where you're standing on the stage, and, you know, they, they turn all the lights out. And we're singing silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. And, you know, we're lighting the candles and we're looking at each other and we're singing. And I know that Jesus is the reason for the season, yet I'm just as unhappy as I can be. Just saying. So, you know, you're trying to recreate things and make it real when the truth is you're doing the best you can. And let's also remember, let's refuse to micromanage outcomes. Or better yet, and I wholeheartedly agree with something I read, and I wrote it down because I think this is real talk. This is what we should do. Think about this. What's the most reasonable way for you to maneuver through this specific holiday at this specific moment in time? What's physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually the safest way for you to handle the holiday season. 
what firm but manageable and maybe even very small if you're new to it boundaries can you set that will help you maintain your sense of self and your agency and here's why that's important your boundaries are are important and they deserve to be respected and I wholeheartedly believe that the combination of all these things and being honest with where you are and how you feel and what works for you and what doesn't work for you are you know things that lead to peace because they say and it's a real talk thing it's a song lyric but it's a true testament experience is a teacher and it takes someone like me to know and in my own life you know I struggle with the fact that you know my childhood home a four bedroom two bathroom structure that sits on a two acre lot is a representation in myriad and multitude of experiences and memories. It is a representation of security. Growing up, we always had water and lights and food and transportation and clothing, vacation and travel memories to awesome places, D.C. and New Mexico and Texas and Panama and Costa Rica and summer classes. And there's Christian Youth Fellowship. There's church and choir. There's friends I had at church, friends I had outside of the church. I had my parents, a younger brother and cousins, aunts and uncles, godparents and god sisters and god brothers. I was always safe. And safety and security was definitely achieved. Yet love in my childhood home has conditions. Affirmation, acceptance, it will never be something that my parents are able to provide. Because going home for me means a constant conversation about their problems with my weight, their refusal to accept or understand identity and expression. My mother would prefer that I dress more like the gender that's marked for women. Yet I'm trans. They do not acknowledge that I am married to the most beautiful, intelligent, caring, wonderful, and supportive woman this side of heaven. Yet those are their issues. It's not my fault. I am exactly who I'm supposed to be, and so are you. And these are the things that I have to remind myself during those down times when the holiday blues hit me. And I encourage you to remind yourself of who you are and whose you are, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you are handcrafted by the Most High, that you are exactly who you are supposed to be. There is nothing wrong with you. You you don't need me to say it. It's true. You know, and I also honor and respect and hold dear the fact that, you know, it's a lie when we believe during these times in our lives that we're alone and by ourselves. Because it is true that sometimes this holiday season represent blues for people. I mentioned, you know, the five people that I know that are widows. And I praise God and applaud them for their ability to continue pushing forward and, and moving forward through this season, even though they acknowledge too at the same time that it's been you know a challenge that there are days that they break down that there are days that you know there are moments in their life where they're like I don't know if I can do it but they keep going there's one particular friend that stands out in my mind that was talking about how Christmas was a wonderful time for her wife and the experience of you know getting the tree and putting lights on it or trying to understand you know what their young son 
wanted for Christmas, yet she's plowing through and moving forward in the best of her ability. There's another friend that's experiencing the same thing, and she surrounds herself with loved ones. In my own life, for Thanksgiving, and sometimes even last year, I went to visit, you know, my chosen family, because, you know, in the absence or the inability of my father, you know, struggling with acceptance of my identity and expression, you know, Abba gave me dad triple T and my siblinghood, my Shaquan and my good friend and brother in Christ, my favorite apostle, Apostle Wallace. I also, you know, have friends, you know, and I always have my wife who's with me. And so it's like, you know, my point is there are people around you that you get. Sometimes it's even strangers that have provided comfort and conversation when I'm down the most. And I do my hardest and best to try to provide that to other people. I work in retail as a bookseller and I'm always uh, you know aware of the fact that even when it's not the holidays there are people who may not be doing well for whatever reason and just try to be kind you never you know you never know how hey how you doing you know what's going on with you you know simple questions can make someone's day taking a moment to care offering to buy somebody a coffee a sandwich can, you know, bring them a smile or staying long enough to listen, to hear what they're going through, can uplift that, to reach out and call people or send people messages. I love cards. I like to send people cards to just say, hey, I'm thinking of you. I just wanted you to know I'm carrying you in my heart and I love you. You'll never be able to change it. Just reaching out to see how you were doing. If you don't have their address, Facebook is a great message. Send that out. You know, because people, we live in a world surrounded by people. Yet sometimes it's amazing to me how you can be surrounded by all these people and yet feel so alone or feel that it's just you that's experiencing whatever it is that we're experiencing when the truth is you're loved, you're affirmed, and you are valued. And I want you to consider that. Also consider the peace and the joy in the story of Bethlehem. I mean, isn't it amazing and joyful to think that Jesus, the baby born whose birthplace wasn't found in a palace or in the pathway to the presidency. There was an announcement that came in the fanfare of trumpets, but it was an announcement to shepherds from the angels that he was born in a manger, that he loves us greatly, deeply, immensely. He is accessible and available to each and every one of us. It's the holiday season. And yes, home, family can all be complicated topics for various memories, for various reasons. Yet you aren't alone. You have each and every one of us. And I'm here Encouraging your spirit is here to help, to walk alongside and support you in any way that we can. Feel free to always send out your emails to Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. There is no experience, situation, circumstance, past or present in which we will not be here to love you and to walk with you. Okay? I hope that's encouraged you. I hope that gives you some things to think about. I hope, you know, this podcast finds you doing well. Today has been home, personal reflections. I hope it encourages you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for allowing me to share my truth with you. Peace.
I love you. Talk to you next time.